It's time for What's Up with Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. Morena, Prime Minister, how are you this morning? Morena, not too bad. How are you? Good. End of the year. Uh, really, you know, been a big year for everybody. And uh, it has. been a big week in, in politics. Yesterday, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the, the president of Ukraine, addressed the New Zealand parliament, uh, which is quite a remarkable thing. We don't have that happen very often uh, when it comes to world leaders. And obviously, it's been a very intense and ongoing situation all year. What was the, the main focus of the address? You're right, it was historic. The only time I can uh, uh, recall a Prime Minister or Leader addressing Parliament was Julia Gillard, so it is a very, very rare thing. I think one of the things that stood out for me was uh, it was not a it was not um, a generic speech. It wasn't uh, any sense that this is the speech he rolls out for foreign parliaments. He spoke very directly to New Zealand. He acknowledged the very early moves we made um, uh, in response to the war. He acknowledged that we created our own sanctions regime specifically to sanction Russia. Um, and he also acknowledged New Zealand's uh, reputation as an environmentally focused country and asked whether or not we could be a part of the rebuild in Ukraine to restore their environment. He spoke specifically around the impact of unexploded ordinances mm -hmm. and the impact that the war is having on their environment. So it was a, it was a, uh, a very powerful address. So we've also uh, pledged three million dollars, um, uh, three million more dollars, I should say, of hum humanitarian aid to Ukraine. And I mean, we are a small nation. They're also a small nation. What, what can a small nation do in a situation like this? A great question. Here, I mean, they've, Ukraine has made a number of requests from different nations, and we've always focused on what's the pr most practical and impactful thing that we can do from this great distance with our population base and the size of our, our um, military, for instance. So it's not the case that we have large uh, amounts of surplus hardware, but what we do have are uh, people who can train, and uh, we've had our people in the UK, uh, UK training Ukrainian volunteers and uh, members of the armed forces. And it was really, um, it was really uh, uh, quite impactful for me when I was in the UK. I spoke to some of our people who were doing that training and they just spoke about how committed and dedicated the Ukrainian soldiers were and just how focused they were and uh, uh, how it had left a real impression on them. But we can also do things like the, the funding you just mentioned, that's going to the Red Cross, that will help with uh, some of the impact of, of winter uh, um, and making sure that people have what they need mm. um, to survive through this period as well. Well, it's been a big year for lots of reasons. Let's talk a little bit about the, the polling of the government across 2022. It is trending downwards still. What's your plan to turn this around going into the election year next year? Yeah, and, and you're right, we've got a, a whole, you know, a period, um, uh, quite, a, quite a bit of time before, uh, before an election day. So big f and, and I'm mindful of how changeable these things can be. I remember in 2019, so about this time prior to the last election, we were eight points behind. So they do move around a bit. We, we're not complacent, though. We know that, you know, this has been a hard year. New Zealanders particularly, you know, we've really felt those cost of living impacts for all of the reasons they exist. And if, uh, our team is very clear. We know in, in the next you know, 2023, with all of the uh, economic issues that are floating around internationally, we need to be very focused on supporting people through that period. So that's where our focus will be. 
There has been some some big topics that have really polarised the public, I think it's fair to say, this year. Obviously, the cost of living being one of those. Also, free waters being something else that's really caught uh, quite a nerve in public discussion. Do you feel like we are having the right conversation about free waters at the moment? Do you feel <laughs> any frustration about the way we're discussing yeah. this? Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a good question. Do you know... What Three Waters is fundamentally about is the fact that Aucklanders recently haven't been able to swim in their beaches because there is sewage in the water. You know, that's actually, if you come back to the fundamentals, that's what it's about. I was recently uh, in uh, the Waikato where a whole town was on a boil water notice um, because of their water infrastructure going down. We, it's One of the issues we face as politicians is that... Um, problems, you know, they're, they're presented to you front and centre and the problem we had presented to us was our water infrastructure was failing and if we chose to do nothing that would cost, we were told, ratepayers could uh, face down the track thousands of dollars worth of increases and we can't ignore that. So, uh, no, I think one of the things that has been frustrating is it hasn't always come back to that core issue um, but we've got a role to play in making sure that it does so we take responsibility for that too but there are others that are may have been in their interest not to focus on the core issue as well. So how, how do we get back to those core issues then? Or, or how does your yeah. government plan to get back to those core issues? Because it has, you know, the, the conversation has really taken some um, quite, I, I think it's fair to say, emotive turns in recent times. Yeah. What What's the, the plan to get it back on track to, to what it is you, you right. think it should be on the track of? And you're right, in some cases those emotive turns haven't also been based on what's actually been proposed. And I think that's been the hardest part. Let's have a debate, but when you're, you're not debating um, what is even on the table because it's been misconstrued or it's been manipulated, that makes it really tough. So Alpine, I actually think we need to get on with demonstrating the value of the changes. And so um, the biggest piece uh, of the three waters has already passed. And so now it's about cracking on and showing, well, for instance, Aucklanders were already due to face increases. Uh, in their bills, Watercare were already uh, have already proposed seven percent increases on their bills. We need to get on and start showing the benefit of these entities, and I think that's that's got to be the focus. But number one important issue: it's about keeping costs down. It's about making sure our water is clean to drink and swim in, uh, and it's about keeping it in public um, public ownership and public control. Um, I can tell you, government's not interested in managing these assets. We're keeping it local. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at 2023 now. What what are the goals for your government? I mean, we've just, I guess, rounded some of them off there, but cost of living is a major problem. We're going into, uh, I think, a shallow recession is the words that are being used at the moment. And also, you know, massive COVID wave happening right now. And that's going to be our first sort of really large one over the summer period as well. These are all things that are impacting people's day-to-day lives. What's the government's focus for 2023 when it comes to these issues? Yeah, you're, you're right. You know, when I was last at APEC, uh, you had the Director General of the IMF predicting that, uh, you know, there was a 25% chance that um, economies would drop down to 2% growth and that um, many, many will enter in recession and most will feel like they're in one. So that's the global outlook. But New Zealand's in a really good position with very low unemployment. Uh, we have very low debt relative to other countries. Uh, and we have, for instance, 
on the uh, uh, on the upside for our economy, returning tourists and really solid growth for our exporters, partly because we've gone out and got free trade agreements that now uh, cover 70, up to 70, almost 75% of our exports are now covered by free trade agreements. So we're in a good position to, to weather that storm, but our focus has to be how do we support individual families through as well? So we've already demonstrated that in the last year and the next year we're thinking more about what we can do over that period so that will be our focus. Got to ask about the arts sector before we let you go because that's obviously a massive part of our listener base, it's a massive part of what we do here. It's a hard time, we're seeing venues having a really difficult time, this is is music venues, this is uh, also performance art venues and we're also seeing artists and and the owners of these spaces really struggling at the moment. Anything specific on the cards for this part of the sector? This is, and we keep talking as ministers about what we can what what we can do because we absolutely see that. I mean, we were very uh, we were very focused during COVID on making sure that we had uh, funding that reached our creative sector, uh, and you know we even you know every time we put up a new support package, we would test ourselves with will this reach our our creative community. So we're very deliberate about that. Now we're in this recovery phase. I know there are a couple of things that will make a difference. In part, um, uh, you know, having uh, having visitors come in, you know, that boosts, always boosts hospitality. There's knock-on for our creative sector. Um, but we are actively also thinking and looking at what more we can do to help. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning, Prime Minister, and for your time across the whole year. It's been really great to have you on the show. Any uh, Christmas plans that you're going to be enjoying over the next wee while? Oh, yeah, I'm keeping it pretty simple. I'll just be heading to the beach, like, half of New Zealand. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to a little bit of time with family, but I hope everyone has a really restful break. It's been a hard year. I hope there's a bit of time for people just to recover. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you again in 2020. Three, have a great break. Kakite. You too. Take care. That was What's Up with Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern.